right, welcome back to another episode of the Fast Break Lip NBA Podcast. Woo! What a game we had tonight on the first night back of the NBA. It's just me today, Samuel, your boy. Hope that will suffice. It's kind of late tonight, recording this around 12 actually in the morning, so we'll be out later in the afternoon. But, wow, what a game, what a game, what a game. I mean, couldn't have asked for a much, a much better opening night than what we got tonight. I mean, got two games coming down to the wire. Um, first game, Pelicans Jazz came down to game-winning free throws by Gobert. You got tonight with LeBron and his clutch performance and Paul George and the Battle of LA. So just give some quick thoughts tonight before I head on up off to sleep but yeah what a game what a game what a game I want to start with I guess the Lakers Clippers game since that's just fresh on my mind but LeBron I had his I had I had my like not worries or doubts but you know it was looking a little concerning out there he wasn't really looking like I guess himself he was struggling early on finished the game with like 16 points I think 11 11 rebounds I think seven assists so he was doing his thing out there, playmaking wise and whatnot. But when it came to like shooting the ball, he was really struggling. I took note of that. But it's not about how you start; it's about how you finish. And he ended the game with the game-winning, excuse me, game-winning um shot and um stop. But yeah, I mean, Battle of LA Clippers versus Lakers. This thing never disappoints. But um let's go back to the beginning of the game actually um there were actually um there was actually a stat i saw i think float around at halftime or yeah around halftime there was braun he's like 25 of 69 um shooting against the clippers in like seven straight halves that's about 36.2 percent but but like I said, again, it's not how you start, it's about how you finish. And he finished the game pretty strong. He didn't score as much because he had AD out there, and AD was really helping him. Um, AD finished the game with about – let me take a look at the box score real quick. Game just ended. Um, and I remember at one point after, like, the, the third quarter, like, AD was really heating up, and he was, like – it looked like the game was going to be in his hands for the rest of the night. He ended up with – um. This thing's taking forever to load up, but he was looking solid out there himself. AD, AD is someone who's no, who's seen as like fragile. Oh, there we go. Um, finished with 34 points, eight rebounds, four assists, three blocks out there or wait, no, zero blocks. My fault. But yeah, he looked really solid out there. He was, um, shooting well from three point two for five. Had a lot of free throws. This game had a lot of fouling early on, which was kind of like, I guess, bringing down the mood of the game, I guess, or like the speed and the tempo. Like, it just wasn't feeling like an intense battle as it was later on. But early on, there were so many fouls being called. I think the first half, both team, both teams combined had like 30 fouls or so. So it was just really grimy, muck it up type of game early on. But as like the third quarter went on, we started to see the players getting and um, the floor started to open up, I guess, more for the players. And they were able to shoot more like 
we saw guys like Anthony Davis, Paul George, they start to heat up in that third quarter. But yeah, this was a really great start for the first game of the season. And then for the rest of the summer heading into October, we get basketball, I guess, like every night. So every day, all day, every day. So that's pretty, that's pretty solid. I, I, I messed with that. I feel like this is exactly what we needed out of all the stuff that's going on right now that we needed a great game like this to really, I guess, relax us. But um, we had um, on the other side, you know, Kawhi did his thing, 28 points, um, three rebounds, four assists, two steals, two blocks, you know, doing it all like he always does. Um, Shot 43% from the field tonight. Um, A lot of people had their concerns, I guess, early on in the scrimmages because he wasn't, I guess, shooting that well. But again, like I said, I think it was last podcast or the podcast before, but you can't really take much from these um, from these scrimmage games because like the players are still like getting themselves back into shape, back into form. So you can't really make any judgments off of that. But it's good to see that he came out, had a very strong performance. Paul George. Really looking solid out there. Those shoulders look like they're in tip-top shape, perfect condition right now. 30 points, five rebounds, three assists, three steals, um, shot six of 11 for three. At the end of the game, he thought he kind of got fouled at, by that last three. Um, but, you know, first game back, you're not going to get every call that you want. Um, I feel like also that play at the end broke down in a weird way where it's like Kawhi was trying to do something but it didn't work, so he kind of found Paul George, hoping that Paul George would bail him out. Uh, I mean, if I'm Doc Rivers, if I see Paul George's heat and is hot the way he is, he shot um, 64, 65% from the field today. So, I mean, he, he that was your go-to guy. If you're going to find someone in the clutch, then you I guess you give it to the guy at the end, but you set up a play that will get him the ball in the right position, not the way that they found him, which was very weird. But you can't blame him for also going to Kawhi because Kawhi is, we've seen what Kawhi can do in the crunch crunch time. So there's also that. Um, another takeaway from this game, um, as a Knicks fan, I want to thank the Clippers for that first round pick they gave us for Marcus Morris. Marcus Morris looks like complete dirt on the Clippers now. I don't know if if it's when he knew he had nothing really to lose on the Knicks that he could go out with, there with ease. And now he's on the contender. So he has to, I guess, live up to that, um, that trade, I guess. And he, he, I don't know if he's nervous. I don't know what it is, but he hasn't looked, he hasn't looked good at all since being traded there. Like right now that's a W for the Knicks, a rare W at that. So I want to thank them for that. Um, what else out there? Landry Shamit. I don't know if he's rusty from not having enough practice time due to him arriving to the Orlando bubble late, but he was not looking like himself. One for eight for out there, 0 for 5 from three. Like he was not looking like himself. But good wing, good win for the Lakers. Kuzma did look solid out there, provided some solid defense. I saw that he was guarding Kawhi on a couple possessions and he wasn't really biting on any of the fakes that Kawhi was throwing out there and whatnot. That's pretty good to see. But with Kuzma, he's very inconsistent. So you can't rely on this type of effort, I guess, 
excuse me, every night. So it's good that he started off the restart like this. Hopefully, for the Lakers' sake, he can keep it up because he he looked solid out there. He was hitting some threes and he came off the bench. Um, sixteen point seven rebounds, shot fifty percent from the field, fifty seven percent from three. So he was pretty solid out there. I give him that. Um, Deion Waiters looked pretty good in the time that he was out there. He hit a couple threes and he um he hit one three actually. My fault. But yeah, he looked he looked solid out there. He provided some offense when the Lakers needed it, especially when Braun was struggling early on. Um what else? Alex Caruso crunch time minutes. There was one play. Everyone probably remembers this play. It's fresh off everybody's mind, but he um made a deflection on I guess Reggie Jackson, I think it was. And then he he caught the ball as it was going out of bounds and saved it to a teammate. Great play right there. Great steal. I don't know if he's going to continue to get those crunch time minutes or if those minutes will um, depend on who's playing well that game or whatnot. But I saw that play and I was like, that's that's what I guess that's the defense that everyone's always raving about from Caruso and like those type of plays that he makes. But yeah, um, you also got to put into perspective. You can't look into this game, I guess, too much because you got um, Montrez Harrell and Lou Williams. Two guys who you know go crazy off the bench for the Lakers. I mean, for the Clippers. Whoa. But, yeah, they go crazy off the bench for the Clippers, and they weren't even in this game. And the Clippers were still in it with um, only lost by two points. So you got to put into perspective that when um, when Lou Will and Trez are back out there, that this will be a battle. And I don't think any anybody else wants to see – Anyone but these two in a seven in a seven game series Western Conference Finals um, berth for the NBA Finals on the line, but yeah, this this being a seven game series would be like the icing on the cake for everything that's been going on right now. Um, yeah, so one thing I will note about. Um, the um Anthony Davis. I was disappointed that he didn't wear those goggles that we saw in that picture. He really looked like Kareem, and I thought he was gonna go with that kind of like retro look with the goggles and the fro. But you know, can't have everything. But yeah, the, um, I guess the fans on the video board were kind of interesting because like they, I guess, contributed to some sort of sound in the arena. But it wasn't. I don't think. I don't think the players even probably noticed it that much either because. They're so locked into the game, but it was interesting to see how the crowd would play a factor, I guess, or the virtual crowd would play a factor um, in this game. Notice Chris Bosh, shout out Chris Bosh, who was watching in the crowd virtually from home. So there's that. Um, So let's get to the um, first game of the night. We got um, the Pelicans versus the Jazz. Brandon Ingram was looking very solid early on, and they were trying to, I guess, play Zion in short burst. Um, JJ Redick, surprisingly, was looking good off the dribble there. Um, a lot of plays with him off the dribble. I don't know if that's something new that they're trying out, but he looked solid in those in those um those minutes that he was 
he had the ball in his hands. Lonzo was struggling a lot. Like, it looked bad out there for him. I mean, I know it's just the first game back, but it's like, geez. He had like four points and shot two for 13 from the field. Not a great game for him. Um, JJ Redick, like I said earlier, 21 points. Three for eight from three. Uh, Lonzo Ball, yeah, 4.6 rebounds, seven assists, two for 13 from the field, 0 for four from three. Hopefully he gets back into the rhythm that he was before all this stuff happened because he was in a nice rhythm, nice chemistry with Zion. They were find he was finding him. They were finding each other in this game. I noticed that. But hopefully they can get back to that chemistry that they had before the um season stopped because they were really rolling and their offense their offense was looking like it was one of the best in the league, if not the best, I don't know for sure, but there's that. Brandon Ingram, he did look solid early on, but towards the end of the game, he started to wane a bit, and then um, he went kind of cold. What everyone was kind of upset about on Twitter tonight was Zion not getting crunch time minutes. Ended the game only playing 15 minutes, 13 um, points, one assist. And yeah, that's it. That's all he did out there, surprisingly enough. No, no rebounds or nothing. So... It's very interesting to see what how the Pelicans are going about this because we know they want to keep Zion fresh, I guess, for the long run. But one would also think that they want to go for the playoffs, I guess, right now because they're um, they're close in that race with um, the Trailblazers and the Grizzlies, who I see are the only real contenders for that eight spot. But Pelicans also got one of the easiest schedules, so they got to make they got to make. Um, they got to make the most out of every game that they play. And you want Zion to get as much experience and, I guess, reps back into heading back into the playoffs, I guess, if you if they really want to get there. But who knows what the Pelicans' intentions are. I mean, you would assume that they do want to get there so they can give all their guys a chance at some playoff reps and whatnot. But who knows? Maybe you want to keep Zion fresh for the long haul years ahead and whatnot. Um. What else I got here from this game? Jazz offense kind of struggled um, in this game. And I don't know. I, I think it's probably due to the fact that Bogdanovich was out. Bogdanovich is out with the, he had a wrist surgery, I guess, during the, the quarantine period and whatnot. So he's not with the team. But they did manage to get some some offense from Jordan Clarkson off the bench, 23 points, five rebounds, three assists two steals. Um, Conley looking pretty solid. I was hoping that he would return to his, um, his regular self because they're going to need all the offensive um, help they can get with Bogdanovich out. Cause Bogdanovich was like a 20 point per game score and Conley was struggling, but Conley and Jordan Clarkson kind of picked up for that, um, for that, um, for the missing piece of Bogdanovich, I guess. But um, Drew Holiday, um, his defense was really, really solid in this game. I noticed that, especially towards the end of the game, he was playing really solid defense on um, Drew Holiday. I mean, not not on Drew Holiday. Well, I'm tired. But he was playing really solid defense on um, Donovan Mitchell towards the end of the game. But in the end, 
as we all know, the Jazz prevailed. Um, I guess this kind of helps the Grizzlies or the Trailblazers in that the um, Pelicans already have a loss under their belt. But yeah. If... I don't know. If we get this um, Lakers-Clippers series in the NBA in the NBA Western Conference Finals. It's hard not to it's hard to pick, but at the same time, I don't know, the Clippers depth, I mean, today they show they can still keep up with a team like the Lakers. Um even though granted LeBron was struggling, the Clippers were still not at full strength. They're still missing their two of their top, I guess, four scorers. Yeah, two of their top four scorers that come off the bench and it's just like they were only within two points and like a Paul George three away from winning that game without those guys. But yeah, really great um game. Shout out to Adam Silver for the job that he's doing, putting everything together and the rest of the NBA with um the video boards, the the virtual crowd, the courts, the camera angles, the lighting. Um, I mean, I just can't wait for the rest of this, um, this season, I guess, to finish and head into the playoffs. Some quick, um, headlines that I got here from earlier this week. Um, so we got the bubble actually, well, not this specific bubble per se, maybe, but the idea of a bubble may be kept for the next coming season which does make sense with the way that things are going here with the COVID cases that are not actually decreasing. But it makes sense for a bubble. I saw um, online, I think it was Kuzma that tweeted, he was like, put it in Hawaii and have, I guess, everybody's families go down there as well too. But I don't know how everyone else would feel about that. But the idea of of a bubble for next season is definitely being thought about. Uh, Another headline from today, actually, Knicks had a press conference, a virtual press conference for Thibs. And I guess as the news came out of that, the news also came out that they were bringing back Mike Woodson in some capacity, most likely as an assistant. Um, Glad to see Woodson back there as he was part of that last team that actually accomplished something of um, some worth in New York. Got the Knicks to the second round of the playoffs. So it's good to see him back in on the team. But um yeah, hoping for the best for Thibs with this job, because I'm hoping that he can actually bring the Knicks back to some sort of um winning culture and relevancy because that's what they've been lacking as they've been towards the bottom of the league in almost every category you can think of. So yeah. Um, we'll be back, uh, on, uh, we'll be back on Monday, hopefully have everybody or most of the guys back. Very, very solid night. Can't wait for the rest of the season to continue, but, um, yeah, make sure y'all make sure y'all subscribe. Make sure y'all check out the um, websites in the, um, in the links below. Make sure y'all check out the podcast website. Make sure y'all leave a rating. And we'll catch you.
good job and hopefully we'll catch y'all next time